another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Lower abrupt, but nonetheless, we in ya. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. It's your man, Big Cliff. As always, I'm joined by my man and yours, DJ Highstar. What's good with it, bro? Yeah. Gotta make sure I get you. Good. It's mm-hmm. good, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Carolina uh, Sports Talk Nation. How y'all doing? Uh, uh, quick question for you before you even before, ask me before we off the rip. Go ahead. Are you recording with everything? I am not actually recording with everything. That is a wonderful question, and then I'm glad that you asked. So as we are taking the time, live, <laughs> live. It's, it's live studio. What you, what you so want I didn't to want do? to hear this lady, y'all. So y'all get a little peek behind the fourth wall. Yeah, as people as people file in, you know what I mean. But we had to be punctual and, and keep it at seven o'clock. So you know. It's a live show. I mean, you, you live, you learn, you, you you do things better. And it's also a nod to the last time uh, that we tried to do a video show for you guys that yours truly uh, recorded all of the audio and none of the video. In this instance, the video was automatically live riding because, you know, we streaming. So, but in that instance, didn't have no audio recording. Okay. So uh, okay. I'll either have to go back and pick up some of this from the, <laughs> from the, uh, uh, archives, if you would, online, because you are got, for those of you joining us, we appreciate it. Facebook Live, YouTube Live, we out here, and I got some audio now, so yes, we are, in fact, recording everything. Thank you, DJ Highstar. All right, we'll resume with what you was going to say. Now, back to what we was talking about before. Doc, how you been, my guy? It's been a little minute. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Just making sure all my friends stay up and uh, picking them up where they need picking up at, you know? Already. Assistance. But uh, yeah, no, I, I did DJ uh, this past weekend. Um, the night before the Super Bowl, uh, the theme was Freak Nick mm-hmm. or whatnot. Yeah, man. But shout out to JoJo, definitely. And happy birthday to her. Uh, I tried my best to look like Jamie Foxx in Players Club. Happy like, you know, to him. Her. I don't care. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I tried to, to dress the part for the most part. You know, with Freak Nick, the guys, it's, it's just more or less 90s. All right, just right. dress 90s in hip-hop, so. But overall, you, you, it was out there, did the thing. That's what's up. Happy That's birthday to everybody. Usual. Well, dog, it's been a minute since we've been on the show, you know what I mean? It, it had a little hiatus. That, that, that vid got your boy a little TT. Patriot Patty. Shout out to Patriot Patty. You know what I'm saying? Spot. We in Patriot Patty Studios out here also in the building. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom by. Yeah. You'd have missed it if you wasn't looking. In the meantime, in between time since our last show, there is a pretty big football game that was played, man. Uh, The Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, took place out there in Arizona with the Kansas City Chiefs taking care of business against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, those of you who follow us on social media, you saw that your boy picked the Eagles. Didn't quite go the way I expected it to. Overall, it was a good game, bro. I'll start with you, though. What, what, what What were your thoughts with the Super Bowl, man? Uh, first and you know, foremost, like you said, it was a great game. Um, 
lot of people that had that that had the Eagles, you know, hats off to them as far as the season goes, but you know, but just playing a competitive game and stuff like that. And to the audience, they forgive my the the white undershirt. I know I'm looking a little like Jamal Charles Charles right now, but <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the mock it's turtleneck old, action yeah. is kind of oh, it's going on to the right Kansas now. City Chiefs. Ah, I see what you did there. But uh, we're going to speak. So, uh, as far as the game goes, though, uh, and I'm sure that we'll get to it, though, it wasn't, although that the end of the game was what it was, there were a number of uh, pivotal moments throughout the game that Kansas City took advantage of that Philadelphia, you know, again, had, again, where they had the mistakes, Kansas City capitalized on the mistakes. Absolutely. Overall, it, to me, it was a, it was a good game. I, I enjoyed the play overall. I'm going to just go ahead and jump into it. I, I hate when we get to the end of a game and the referees determine the outcome. Uh, I'm, I'm going to skip all of the good plays. I'm going to skip the fact that Jalen Hurts looks like he's really that kind of guy. I'm going to skip the fact that there were points, root to the bras, that there were points throughout the game where I felt like this guy is really going to take this game over. No, no, Philly getting ready. I, I really, and I was getting ready to text you. I resisted the urge to go ahead and start making the graphic because it happened to me in uh, the national championship the last time the Tar Heels were in it. Um, and I was like, oh man, we got this. And I went ahead and made the graphic and was ready to put it out. And they lost. You see what I'm saying? Villanova? No, no, no. It was after oh. that. No, no, no. This was, um, I forget who we, at that point, it was a loss and it was out of my mind. I want to say it was in 21. But nonetheless, whichever year it was, I, I made the graphic and it was an L. I had to like just sit on it, pause, and it's sitting still in. Hey, yo, relax. It's still sitting over there relax. in. The, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. But no, it's so it's still sitting in the bucket. This time I was like, nah. I'm, even though Philly got this, I'm gonna just still chill. And then the play happened, and, and we can jump into it. Uh, for those of you who may have missed it, in the fourth quarter there was a play where um, what's TikTok boy's name? Um, Juju. Juju Smith Schuster was that's one. That's one. Be easy. <laughs> Shout out to be easy. No, the, so Juju Smith Schuster's coming off the line. He's being covered by James Bradbury. There was a slightest of just a little of a pull tug, whatever you want to call it, and the referees flagged him for defensive holding. Wait, wait, wait. You said the slightest of a what? <laughs> of a little. If, if we're gonna call it that, then it was two. It was a he, he. <laughs> it was two. But, but even in move. that, even if it was a <laughs> it was barely anything. And it's something that happens on every call. They And I get it. that they miss calls sometimes? That they just let stuff ride? And I know that they, by the letter of what the law is, it could technically have been possibly, potentially a holding call. But at the end of the day, no, 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 dude, you don't got to look at me, bro. Now, at the end of the day, it was not a call that should have been made. If they wanted to call something, they could have called... Uh, False start on Philly's right tackle, who was jumping every play of the game. They didn't call that, so why would they call that in that instance? To me, it's just an opportunity to just sit, keep your flag in your pocket, and allow the field play and the play on the field to be able to dictate the, the, the ultimate winner of the game. To me, it feels like it cheapened the Super Bowl. That was a really good game. I'm not saying it just because I picked Philly. I'm mm -hmm. saying it because, like, at the end of the day, I like I like the fact that Mahomes is the new Patriot, the new Patriots. And I'm the new Tom Brady, and like, the, like I, I like where that's going for the league. There's a new face, but for me, that's not a call that you make in that situation and in that moment to decide the game. Tribble, uh, Tribble's on. Shout out to Tribble. Um, he said, "Put the tape on." 
you know, uh, that's that's BS. And he said uh, he was just <laughs> double moving them all second half um, or whatnot. And he pretty much said, like. But even if that's the case, if, if they had been doing it and getting double me, double moved, and if he was beating them, if he wasn't beating them, whatever the case, nonetheless, you do not, especially because it did that particular play, the ball was uncatchable anyway. It's not something that dictated and or shifted like the actual call itself yeah. prohibiting the play. And so there's still several scenarios in which the Kansas City Chiefs could have taken it, still driven, still scored, kicked a field goal, whatever, to have gotten the same outcome and still won the game. But to me, to give them that, it, it essentially sealed the victory before the, before there was even a chance for the Eagles to do anything with it. Right, right. So a couple of things with that. Um, <laughs> so had that not been called uh, mm -hmm. or whatnot, First and foremost, I I agree to a certain extent. I think that the ball was uncatchable as mm -hmm. well. Um, but you know, who's to say? Was it catchable? Not catchable as a result of the actual hold? Right, right. You know what I'm trying to say. The the no, I'm asking you. I'm no, asking. No, no, do you no, feel no. like he held him enough that it wasn't? That's, that's the reason it wasn't no. catchable. No, because exactly just how that how their momentum was going. It, it didn't look like he was on like a trajectory to be able to exactly. to make it to that ball. The way they bailed him out. Um and. <laughs> well, and the fact that it was called, I, I I hate it as much as you do and stuff like that. But then again, just playing it out, mm -hmm. we are then uh, asking Buck Butner to kick a, a field goal that's, what, 15 yards deeper or whatever, mm -hmm. maybe. All right. So less than the possibility of that. But then again, the probability of that. But then still, if he hits that, um, then then we're also asking Jalen Hurts then to just come back with with more time on the clock, in other words. Because yeah. one thing that I did say, I will say, at the beginning of the Super Bowl, I said it would come down to who has the ball last. That's one thing I said. Okay. Um, and Ashton, you know, whenever you listen to this, he can, you know, he can quote me on that. <laughs> um, but I think that the, the time left, again, we're asking for a miracle from Jalen Hurts in that situation, or we're asking for great sports theater in that situation. Yes. Of, of course, of course. But at the same time, it's just how much did that play change the outcome versus some of the other plays that the Chiefs the Chiefs made um, again capitalizing on some of the mistakes of the um, Eagles. So a lot of people point out the the crossover, like I like to call it. <laughs> oh, that's what I was teasing Ashton with on on game night because uh, that's what it looked like immediately. You know, it was a pass the peas like we used to. <laughs> He's out there hitting Tuskegee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But um, when he did that, so yeah, that 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 happened, and the chief, I mean, the Eagles rebounded. He even rebounded and showing resiliency with that, right? But the Tony, uh, you know, that whole punt situation, mm -hmm. that was a bizarre, like one of those bizarro plays throughout the Super Bowl, like you know, in in Super Bowls that like tournaments kind of, exactly. and stuff like that. And 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 I'll see that. I I, I give you all of the whole crossover fumble. Scoop and score. I give you all. There were several plays throughout that game that could have been momentum that one way or another and anything like that. But in that instance, those were all plays that took place on the field. Those were all the players who had been spending the last 18 weeks of their lives out there getting to that point mm -hmm. to have a referee, somebody who is not even on the field and involved in the game 
technically but you understand what I'm saying to not have one of the players to be able to dictate that yes it would have taken a Herculean effort by Jalen Hurts and the rest of the Philadelphia Eagles to get down there and score they may not have there may have been a three and out there may have been some there a, a thousand different scenarios but to not even be given that opportunity as a result of something that is so phantom for me yeah. it, it cheapened the game we think back to this full football season how many games that the that the Cardinals not Cardinals <laughs> that the um the Bengals have played in that have been good games how many games that the um Bills have been in that have gone down to the wire the Bills and the Rams game all of these were great games because it gave them the opportunity knowing the scenario to actually go on the field and perform to not even have that chance I feel like not as a, a Philadelphia Eagle fan, because again, I'm not, even though I picked them to win, I didn't have no, I don't got no monkey in it. I don't care who who won ultimately. To, as a football fan, to be robbed of that opportunity to just see good football, good football play on the field, that for me is where it was, bro. Man, so man, um, we saw four quarters of good football. I saw three and a half quarters, three, three and, and three quarters, three and seven eighths <laughs> quarters of football. And I mean, it does, it does also bring you back to what you guys had to, um, you know, had to, <laughs> as, as Lakers fans, what you guys had to go through, um, <laughs> you know, a couple weeks ago or whatnot. Um, but that's the part, you know, and... You're saying it's a part of sports. We just need to get used to the referees. Not get used to it now and don't relax on the narrative <laughs> drawing. No, because what you're saying is, no, I'm... Uh, give me your point. Give me your point. Give me your point. Go ahead. You know, it's, it, it is something that happens. And again, as fans, we end up on one side of it or the other a lot of times, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it stinks, like you said, to be robbed of that. But that's an element that exists right now. Like, do we have solutions that, you know, we in these type of things, when they happen, it seems like there haven't been any kind of uh, lobbying or anything like that to find solutions to these type of scenarios where uh, by public opinion and everybody can see that something's happened. I mean, right, I guess, right. I guess um, like referee unions and stuff like that have like corrective measures on, on certain things, right? Or not, for the NFL, not particularly because at the end of the day, they're not full-time employees. Gotcha. And I think that in itself is one way to be able to correct a lot of the problems. Make being a referee for the National Football League a full-time position. To give Jalen Hurts 45 more seconds. <laughs> so that we don't have to worry about football games being ended based on the call of an official, somebody who's yeah. not on the field. Maybe because it's not, maybe <clears throat> because that call is just not consistent, perhaps. There's like a lot of different. If they were calling ticky tack stuff all game, then could you? Then see? I might not, then I might not have an issue with it. But because again, I saw so many, and you know what? Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Because the boy was not consistent throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I felt some kind of way about it. Like I said, I watched the Eagles. I want to say Lane was the right tackle on just about every. Now, granted, he had Frank come across that line real fast, like uh, several times throughout the game. It's just the fact that it wasn't consistent and there were so many other missed calls. And that's a call that on a religious time uh, you see not being called. What we got coming in from the audience? It looked uh, like. So shout out to Gerald Amaker. He says, "Come on, CJ, you still talking about that hold call? That was a hold call, all right." Then Ben said, or Triple said, "Philly, nah, Philly number one defense got them robbed." Uh, maybe I'm reading that in the wrong cadence, but nah, Philly the number one defense. Yeah. So I not now now to answer both of those points. He said, "Was that a hold? Yes or no?" That's maybe he's talking to me. 
Yes, I say yes. True. So, so yes, it was a hold. No, it shouldn't have been called. Oh, oh, now, oh, oh okay. I, 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 listen, I, was I said surprised it. surprised that you said it. Okay. No, I don't mind saying it because I actually commented to uh, one of my boys uh, back home who talked about it. And he's like, yo, for you to be a sports guy, I'm surprised that you. I was like, listen, I can. I know it was completely self-serving. Like, I wouldn't 1,000% admit that it wasn't about me wanting Philly to win or anything like that. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to give some shout out. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Gerald Amica is actually a Chiefs fan, so I'm going to give because my dog is watching. I'm going to go ahead and give him the love to, to acknowledge his team won. I'm not taking nothing away from them. It's not to say that Kansas City, like the conspiracy and nothing like that, even though, like I said, they may be the new Patriots and we know how the league felt about them. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, it's exclusively because of the inconsistency and them not being not me not being able to see some more extra good football, bro. That could have been legendary for, for you know what I'm saying, Hurts to come down. Bing bong, score the thing, tie the game. We're going to overtime for the Super Like, I want more football. At the end of the day, I now have to wait a couple of weeks till the USFL starts to get some football. And who knows what the quality of play is going to be like for that. So, shout out once again to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning a lot of the Super Bowl. That was gambling, um, you know, had the Eagles or whatever. And, like, you know, it was very boisterous. You know, I got whatever on the Eagles and stuff like that. So I'm wondering, you know, who took up some of those bets or whatnot. You know? Right. Who got who got paid? Who didn't? Um, you know, my office, um, you know, for my job, mm -hmm. they're in like a, a part of Pennsylvania that's like 30 minutes from Philadelphia. Mm. And so all a lot all of, of them was, was locked in. Hurt feelings <laughs> tight tight the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so before we jump off the Super Bowl, I do want to ask you this. Two and four years, Patrick Mahomes now is uh, or as some may, some on ESPN call him, the Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes now has two Super Bowls in four years. Doesn't look like he's slowing down. Andy Reid is doing his thing. Eric Bieniemy has turned down other jobs for the opportunity to stick around. Do you now establish him as one of the all-time greats already? Do you feel like he needs to win a couple more? Or ultimately, let me shape the question. Where do you rank Patrick Mahomes in the all-time pinnacle of great quarterbacks? Uh, the most important word in that phrase is time. And that's what it's mm. really going to take ultimately. Great, Granted, he has done a lot with this small sample size and stuff that we have from him. Uh, longevity means a lot. You look at uh, a team like the Bills, right? Mm -hmm. The first Super Bowl or whatever, like that appearance, they probably like, you know what? You know, we got this. <laughs> we got we this. Could, you know, and... By the time they got to their fourth one, we probably, you know, we we got this. And some guys is like, yo, yeah, nah, we ain't bro. got it. Now, granted, he's, That's different. Again, yeah. he has got those W's. He's got Andy Reid, two rings, making the $500 million investment look good right now and stuff. But you know how fickle football fans are and stuff. And then right. also, we always got to um, think optimistically when it comes to health of, of those players because we see how high contact of a sport it is and everything like that. So, um, you know, like I said, the most the most important word in that whole phrase is time. Honestly, I can't. It's just like if you know, um, Glorilla just came out or whatever, and they're like, <laughs> "Yo, is she in the all time?" Right? Let's show it. You cook now. Granted, it's, it's a false. It's a false parallel. It's very bad, but I'm just <laughs> saying, uh, in the scheme of things, he's a young guy that's doing his thing. It it. He's the leader of the pack. You okay. Feel me? Which is great because anytime, any year, what we're what we're in for the next five to ten years, as far as football goes, if anybody is knocking him off his 
um, throne mm-hmm. is going to be one of those guys, though. It's going to be a Burrow. It's going to be Herbert. Jalen Hurts. It's going to be Herbert. It's going to be one of those guys. And then if you want to get your name in these ranks, if you're one of the younger guys that's out there, CJ Stroud or, uh, I mean, um, like Arch Manning or any yeah, of these anybody's guys coming, up. coming up, you know that you're going to have. He's the one you're going for. Because I was thinking about, I was thinking about um, how Philip Rivers and Peyton Manning probably, you know, post games, if you're ever playing Tom Brady, and you know you're playing Tom Brady multiple times throughout these years, and, and the games mean this much or that much mm-hmm. or this much or that much, but at the end of those games, when he got that victory over you, what's those conversations like? You know what I'm saying? Burrow know that he got as many over Mahomes that he do, but Mahomes got some that matter. So it's like both of them could talk trash to each other if they want. You know what I'm saying? So these guys is coming up and remind me of that era that when we was in high school or college of the Philip Rivers, the Peyton Manning, Donovan McNabb, even like, you know what I'm saying? When all of those guys was coming up and and fighting for position. So it's it's a promising future for him, but I can't put an all-time label on him right now. Here's why I can. Even with the small sample size that we have, it's hard to get to a Super Bowl. Get to a Super Bowl Agreed. as a Carolina Panthers fan and knowing that in the, in the 25, 26 years, seven years now, 27 years of our franchise's existence, we've been three times. Tom Brady went to 10 Super Bowls and won, what, seven of them. That is what qualifies him in my book as the greatest quarterback of all time. You can say what you want about the teams, about the way that the system is, but ultimately the franchise allow him to be great, but he possesses the skills and did what was necessary yeah. to be the best and greatest quarterback of all time. Now, if we're looking at Patrick Mahomes in four years, he has been to four of them and won two. So in my book, he is already up in that upper echelon. You think about how many amazing, and I see you are very much wanting to give me what the comments are going. Just, just hold on. Are we going to get there? But like, if you look at Cam Newton, if you look, go further back, if you look at Dan Marino, Philip Rivers, Rivers, all of these other quarterbacks who have never been to one, other quarterbacks that have only had the opportunity to get to one, for you, no matter what the franchise and all other things, for you to be a part of a, a, a team that goes to multiple and then still to have won as many as you have, it, 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 it dictates something of your level of greatness. What we got coming in from right. the comments, man. Well, starting off with Triple, he does say, uh, he said, man, Mahomes had a flu game, basically. And yeah, because they talk about the ankle. Penalty, LOL. Um, and then shout out to A. Liz. Uh, <laughs> said, we all wanted to Message. see the black quarterback win. She said, we all wanted to see the black quarterback win. I wonder if there's any layers to what she's saying with that. There, first of yeah. all, if we but, know of that, knowing who that is, we <laughs> know right. that there are multiple layers so, to what she's saying. Triple, but the, Right. I'm going to just keep it moving real quick. <laughs> Triple came back and he said, AFC is too stacked with young quarterbacks. I think that might have been mm-hmm. doing my little diatribe. And then Street Poetry, shout out to him. He said, who has he surpassed in the line of greats? Um, and then before you mm, answer that, I before be. you answer that, uh, shout out to Dr. Uh, Shannon Smith, who left the heart uh, emoji. <laughs> got him blushing, mama. Got hey, yo, got first of all, relax. Hey, y'all, let my mama, blushing. man. My mama out here watching the show, bro. Shout out, mama. That's <laughs> 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 my mama, man. We want my mama, man. Yeah, That's so- my mother, man. Nah, but um, so much to do. Wow. Starting, starting with Commodore's question, who has he passed in the pantheon of greatness? I am willing to say that in this point in his career, Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Eli Manning. At this point in his career, 
I would take Patrick Mahomes over who else has won. Let's matter of fact, I'm going to pull it up. Let's relax. I'm I'm going to pull up quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls, and and I'm sure that there are several that I'm going to take him above and 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 ahead of. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to like this. I know you're not going to like this. I'm going to take him over Peyton Manning. All right, take. I'm taking not just because of the regular season. Because if it's regular season, Peyton, your damn Marinos, those those your guys that you want to rock with. But I'm taking him over him. I'm taking him over Terry Bradshaw. I'm taking him, like, I'm just saying, uh, and I'm not being a prisoner at the moment. I'm taking him, I wouldn't take him over Joe Montana. I wouldn't take him over Troy Aikman yet, yet. I'm definitely taking him over Steve Young because at, at the end of the day, Yo, it is what it is. I relayed the message. Your no, man, no, no, I'm yeah, yeah, Talk to your phone. Now. Pull your talk phone to, up. No, nah, we, oh, nah, yeah. we over here now. Let's get back he, to the video. I'm talking to y'all out here. Y'all and aggression, y'all. <laughs> but no, nah, I honestly, if we're talking all-time greats, I, I do put Patrick Mahomes above some like your Peyton Manning's of Yo, the world at this the point. the second time you said I heard it your first time. <clears throat> Yeah. We good. For those who don't realize it out there, he's a Peyton Manning fan, you know, like that. That's you know, I mean? that's that's your means. Would you say that Peyton that uh, that Mahomes is a top ten at this point in his career? Bro, I'm I'm, I'm asking you. Exactly. I'm, gonna put, I'm coming out with the yeah, putting you on the spizzot. What'd you say? Top ten, I have to start counting. You know, top ten black quarterback. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, top 10 all-time quarterbacks it's just, just just a no just off the top of your head live because like, even we're all right <clears throat> it's not that hard it's just definitely a yes. top 15 that's lukewarm enthusiasm sir he is a top 10 quarterback at this point in his career and he's not done i don't want to i don't want him to keep winning them because that mean that that means the panthers ain't winning some and we're going to talk about that we're, we're not going to jump into uh to the outcomes of what we're looking at just yet. We'll talk a little bit about the Panthers in a moment, but um, there's a lot of football that is going to be affected by them winning this this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think his Any- legacy is concreted and that he is the next greatest. Okay. Any uh, favorite moments from from the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, got my man, the heart, just came in. He said, your triple ass, is he better than Steve Young? Yes. Okay, Adrian Griffin. She says, I need you see how we just get past that triple question. And he said, You are the prisoner of the moment. Um, he did put the little side emoji. Um, Adrian Griffin said, I need some Carolina talk merch. Um mm. <laughs> Tribble said, Tribble said, So am I. I'm better than Eli. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's a top 15, yes, top 10. No, shout out to Tribble for that. And uh, you know what? We're coming to you one t- one day soon on the regular pod. We're going to talk about it and we're going to list our top 10 quarterbacks of all time. If you got some that you want to drop to us, go ahead and get your list together. You can email the show cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Let us know who your top 10 quarterbacks are of all time. I'm telling you right now, spoiler alert. He's in my top 10. Patrick okay. Mahomes is up there. Um, you know who's not in my top 10? Cam Newton. Um, but go ahead. Yeah, so any other favorite moments from the Super Bowl or whatnot for you as far as uh, commercials? Did you get caught up on the Tubi commercial? That, I, I no, look, only because... I back like, yo, Ashton, bro, stop, <laughs> sitting on... Stop playing, would you guys? The only reason it didn't get me is because I was on my iPad watching. I was on my iPad Mac Pro watching, and I was just like, okay, what? Oh, this is a commercial. Mm-hmm. And then that and the fact that... Uh, what you call it? They had different clothes on. So, but I will say that was my favorite one because it's like, oh, 
y'all tried it. Yeah. Okay. A lot of the other ones just it's at this point, it feels like they're trying too hard. I get it. It's mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. I get it that you're paying, I think it was like $3.9 million per 15 seconds or whatever it is at this point. But I I, I wasn't a fan of a bunch of them this year. You were uh you were quarantined this year? Yeah, so for okay. for those of you who may not have known, and I didn't mean to yeah, no, no, like that, but I, it followed my question. But go ahead. Yeah, so I uh, I'm just getting over COVID. That's why we didn't record last week. Your boy was down bad. Those who um have listened to the show, your regulars, you know that um I had a serious bout with it back in 2020, as some may say, with the OG COVID. This new uh junior varsity COVID is a little different. Shout out right, to everybody, right, but still, right. um it still had me down for a week and some change. So I was definitely quarantined during the time. Um, no, and I was asking because again, just asking about the particular Super Bowl parties. I heard somewhere mm-hmm. that 5 million extra people began watching for halftime, you know, specifically. So, and I was just going to ask, you know, do you feel like with this year's halftime performer, did the ladies outweigh the men at the Super Bowl parties in most, in the, in, you know, for the most part? Without doubt. There were t-shirts that were made and, and I- to I, get the free Rihanna concert, right? Bing! There were t-shirts that were made was, go sports, I'm here for Rihanna. And so, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt, like, it's, it's not as bad as the Beehive, but there are a lot of folks who literally just turned in. Like, I know, like, even when, if you think back to years um, with Janet Jackson and um, what's a, you can take my Justin Simberlake. Um, there were some who turned in, tuned in exclusively for that. There may be some who tuned in in football just to hear the who. Doubt it, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> shout out to A Liz. She said, Cause kid assist to get a shirt. You know, she's the same. Adrian get assist to get a shirt. Uh, but then uh also DeAndre Jennings, he Neo, you know what I'm saying? He on some Europe. So shout out to all you guys yeah. listening. This is Carolina Sports Talk, our very first live Carolina Sports Talk. We're coming to you from Patriot Patty Studio, Charlotte, North Carolina. For all of you guys who are checking out the uh, Carolina Sports Talk merch, you can absolutely get those shirts. We'll make sure to drop the link in the bio so you guys can hit it up. And if you're listening to the podcast, they're in that link as well. Shout out to everybody on YouTube as well. My main dope, dope digitals here. Uh, shout out. Went ahead and commented on YouTube as well. Um, yeah, man. So outside of we got to get Dope Digitals back. It's been too long since he's been on the show, man. Shout out to Trey, man. We got We got to get him back on. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. So I mean, again, we're not going to talk about the um, the uh, the baby in the room. I'm <laughs> saying as far as the proverbial baby in the room. What you know? What was your thoughts about that? I mean, I don't mean to turn this into the gossip cast, but oh, Rihanna. <laughs> it's like the baby in the room. It's for my lady listeners out there, and all the Rihanna fans. Yes. So, nah, she absolutely talked about Rihanna to, and a, a little bit later during Big Deal, no thing. But, yeah, I, when I was watching, I was like, she's not doing a whole bunch of dancing. She's not doing, like, what I expected. And then I saw, and actually, again, because I was watching on the iPad, and I want to say during halftime is when I actually went out to walk the dogs. And so when I did, I was looking on the phone at that point. I was like, nah, Shorty got a bump in there. Like, and I could tell it at that point. But um, she absolutely did announce her pregnancy there and confirmed it on um the breakfast club the next morning that she is expecting her second baby. Um, something like, listen, I'm gonna tell you like this and I'm not gonna name no names cause, um, they related to me real close. My sister, people are not out here waiting these, uh, periods that they are supposed to be waiting after having a baby to go ahead and, you know what I mean? So shout out to Rihanna. They got a newborn, another newborn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so shout out to um, them. Matter of fact, <laughs> shout out to all the babies being born, man. Replenishing the earth. Food, food, multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> now, before you get back into the comments, I'm going to no, ask no, no, you. I'm not even about to read no comments, but go ahead. what was your favorite commercial and/or even favorite uh, moment of the Super Bowl period? 
yeah, no, the, without a doubt, the uh, most memorable commercial was the little Tubi commercial. The way okay. it happened. That's, that's the one that stood out the most for me. Um, there's a lot of, you know, years and theirs beer runs and and sandwich <laughs> runs going on. So it wasn't uh, as far as so the commercials that- go. When it comes to Rihanna's situation, boom, I see that. And I, like, you know, the ladies that was at the Super Bowl party, they're saying, you know, oh my God. And I was like, yeah, but let's relax. You know, she just had the baby. And I know Rihanna. You didn't want to make no assumptions. Turned up right after the baby dropped. And that might be a nice, you know, kind of can be relax. Let me, I feel let me go my process real quick. So then I said, no, it's the Super Bowl. You know, and if it's. And it's, it's Rihanna. It's, exactly. They're going to have a six pack out. Bah, 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 if, you know, just to show that. Yeah, I just had this baby and now I look like this. So then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe perhaps. She's that, probably good. Yeah. And then the other thing that amazed me was the, honestly, the heights thing. I mean, mm. you're seeing it on TV, but I know if I was in person, that would just be amazing. Nuts. Now, did you catch the guy who almost fell off one of the platforms? There's videos. I wasn't out, out there to catch him. Oh, no, he didn't fall. <laughs> exactly. there, uh, there are videos out there on social media. One of the platforms immediately to the right of where Rihanna was, there was a guy who did a move, and when he went to pop one time, he, I guess it rocked a little too much because they were literally just suspended by cables. Uh-huh. But he popped one time too many and stumbled and fell backwards and was about one foot away from falling off that platform that was about 120 feet in the air. That would have been a tragedy. That's the last thing the Super Bowl needs. I don't think they'll have anybody suspended in the air after that anymore. So um, shout out to them boys. Man. Triple said ghetto twins. Now the other thing, and that's I am one. No, how controversial this is my last even saying on the Super Bowl. Again, with the set, um, yeah, with the set and everything, they said that. All of her dancers, because a lot of people criticize and ridicule how the dancers looked and stuff for whatever reason. But some people said it's proverbially. Um, Boy, say it. <laughs> Men of the sea. Bro, just say what you're saying. Oh, Men of the sea. Men of the sea. Seamen. Seamen. <clears throat> oh. Oh, there he's got it. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know she's the it's a symbol of her oh, being and then, and then the babies reproduction wow. men of the sea men of the sea i'm glad that we live so y'all see what i got to deal with every week this is what i got to deal with that's my last comment on the super bowl now that, that's whack now i will say this we as a people, as a society, have gotten to a point where if you don't like something that everybody else like, you're wrong. And then on social media, feel, folks feel like they can just kind of ridicule. Yo, if you liked it, you liked it. Go off. Do your thing. If you didn't, don't like it and keep it pushing. You know what I mean? It, it ain't really got to be that serious. I, for one, like I said, I, before I realized that she was pregnant. Huh? Well, go ahead. I'm, I was asking, what do you think about my theory? I, I wouldn't put it down past him because like the That's way beautiful that. beautiful art right there. <laughs> The way people do things, it, I, I wouldn't have put it. Do you understand? Did you when I put my people out there in the, the men of the sea and I am reproducting? Do you like I could definitely hear that conversation going on, especially, you know what I mean? But nonetheless, back to folks in social media, you know what I mean? It, it was, I didn't like it at first. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, yo, why is she not dancing? Like she sounded good. Shout out to Rihanna. I'm a big Rihanna fan. Like I, I've, Riri used to be my girl, you feel me? But like, I was like, why is she not dancing? And then I realized, oh, she's, she's with child mm-hmm. then i was like oh it's cool for what it is 
Now, uh, shout out to all those people who got the hurt feelings, thought that they were going to get a tour coming up. Nah, y'all going to get some baby shower gifts is what y'all going to get. Ain't no tour coming up. She maybe might potentially drop a new album, maybe. Probably not, but you know what I mean? Shout out to Rihanna, man. (laughs) 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 You know know the discussion question that we had or whatever? Should Should we save that? Now, as a matter of fact, now let's go ahead. And so we're, we're going to go out normally with the Florida program. We NBA, NFL, and then we jump into emails and your questions and then we do a big deal. No thing. But let's go ahead and throw this one in here since it is applicable right now. So our first big deal, no thing of the evening states. Rihanna did not get paid for the Super Bowl. Big deal or no thing? What you say, bro? Uh, no thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. I'm going to say no thing as well. Why you say? It? Nah, that ain't no thing. Uh, It's, you know, something that is. Kind of, kind of known uh, around with regards to the performances at the Super Bowl, that is, you know, similar to um, the award shows and stuff like that. Um, that it, it's, it's assumed that it's for the look and for the exposure. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but as far as the streaming music-wise, I believe it was like five hundred sixty-four percent that it increased, but it was something mm. ridiculous. And in the Fenty um, site. You know, traffic or whatever was up like eight hundred sixty four percent. Oh, we're talking about astronomical numbers and stuff like that, exponential numbers. Um, so you know that is definitely got she got she got the value out of the performance. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially when you think about it, a lot of the Super Bowl um acts. Let's take last year's out, but you'll hear it when they release it. Like this year we got Bon Jovi, and and then you'll be like cricket, cricket. (laughs) <laughs> or you'd be like, or, um, even like, you know, and this is all respect to all of them, but even like J-Lo, Shakira, and you'll be like, it's just okay. But then after, it's like they almost coming from obscurity almost and maybe a good conversation was had or there was a relationship that was forged. Or Jay-Z. Networking. Right, of course. Him working but with I'm the saying, NFL is the reason we get in these shows. But I'm saying that connection brings a lot of artists, like gives them that push back. You know what I'm saying? To, of course... It, Outside of that um, song that she has for Wakanda Forever or whatever like that. If I'm she so glad any, that she didn't sing. Right. Shout out. If she had any other music or singles that she wanted to go ahead and promote or get, you know, rocking, all she would have had to do was, you know what I'm saying, perform a snippet of it or whatnot, and it would be out of here. So she got that, you know, that that kickstart that the Super Bowl provides for people like her. Now, granted, she's she her fan base is never going to let her her name dying. She's not going to go into obscurity, but I'm saying she was away for a minute, of course, with the pregnancy and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was like, now I'm back on camera and in the best way possible. Just before I go back (laughs) again for a little while. But if you know, I I agree. And I say it's no thing. If you think about it, traditionally the halftime show went from, Oh, just a regular halftime to them adding extra time and it growing. If we take a look, look at the list of the last several performers, Rihanna this year, Dr. Dre, Eminem, and um, them last year, weekend, the weekend, the year before Shakira, JLo, Bad Bunny, J Balvin. Um, then the year before Maroon five, Travis Scott, big boy, the year before Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee kids, Lady Gaga. So if you look, it's been consistently a list of big namers. And the one consistent thing is, after every one of them performed, they would go and drop their tour. Like we were just talking about, you know, sorry for the J-Lo, the Rihanna fans not getting it. That's that's kind of the, the thing. They they come and perform, and then they get to go and go on tour, and they capitalize off of that momentum and notoriety. If you think about it, last year's uh, halftime show, which was one of the bigger ones, 
it had an average of 103.4 million people watching. This year with Rihanna, 118.7. That's 118.7 million people across the world who watched her and made her trending. And like you said, all of that traffic then to this website, to her music. And so although she didn't get paid for it, she probably could have paid for it and still made a buku oh, bunch of money. artists have done that too. Exactly. Like I said, there's artists, I think The weekend, he might have put, put out his own money. They said Dr. Dre spent his own money. To mm -hmm. even, so they're paying to perform, uh, essentially. Paying for the advertising. You got to pay right. to play sometimes. And I get it. But um, overall, on a 1 to 10, and before and we'll close out on the Super Bowl, 1 to 10, what do you rate this year's Super Bowl? Nine. I probably would have said a nine if they hadn't called that call. As a result, I'm going to say 8.6. I would have said 10 if they hadn't called that call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it an 8.6, man. But that is going to do it for our NFL coverage. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, the Carolina Panthers doing big deal, no thing. But, dog. Hell, shout out to everybody asking triple ass as well. Where can they get the merch, man? You know what? We're gonna, gonna put the again, matter of fact, we're gonna put the link in the bio, man. And in the idea put the that link. I put out there to you that we wear these shirts today. Go ahead. <clears throat> he didn't I say that. that some sound effects work. You was nervous <laughs> about using them and stuff. This guy right. here. Well, since you want to do so much talking, man, there was a lot of stuff going on in the NBA, man. There, this trade deadline, and I know we missed it. It's a little bit late, but we want to recap it with you guys. Missed, so. um, again, I had COVID. What you want me to do? <laughs> but <laughs> let's talk a little bit about some of those trades that have happened in the NBA. Um, before bringing up the trades, though, I did want to uh, show some love and some reverence to the the man, LeBron James, you know. <laughs> For what? Is this thing on? We're live. I, <sighs> For what? Go ahead. I got my thoughts on it. Me too. Go ahead. I got a lot of thoughts on it. Well, not a lot, but shout out to him for passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't have all of the, you know, y'all know I'm the barbershop guy. I don't have the stats and the numbers. And the, 6, and the, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I go don't ahead. know what the number is, but I'll pull it um, shout out to, for, to him for passing the record. Um, like I said, uh, as far as stats wise, <laughs> We're bound to see this, or we it, it, it was bound to happen because how the game has changed, of course, popularity of the three-pointer and, and what that has changed to the game. Um, free throws and, and three point even the three-pointer, the weight, the yeah, speed, no, the, all of that. There's so yeah. many things that go into it. Absolutely. And then, and this is a second-tier conversation, but the whole you know, uh, praise about the assists, we've talked to the, mm -hmm. talked about that on the side. In the previous episode as well. Numbers can be seen as skewed. Or whatever like that so uh yeah i mean that's but salute to him though you know that's it, it's indicative of his longevity that's know, and 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 the greatness the consistency of greatness so, so and, and, and for that i will give it i will acknowledge him for those of you who are joining us who don't know i am a carolina panthers fan i'm a los angeles lakers fan i'm not a lebron james fan i don't like lebron i understand yes he's got us a chip championship and from the bubble and, and, and all of that. I'm, every one of these milestones he's accomplished throughout this season have come in losing efforts. Every time that he breaks somebody's record or passes somebody else for something, it's in a losing effort. All of the trades and all of that noise and that little spark of excitement and enthusiasm that I had at the end of the trade deadline when I thought, man, we might actually have a chance to kind of it all went out of the window because now he's got this record and hadn't played a game since. 
He's been dealing with some <laughs> ankle injury that, oh, man, I'm just going to. And I understand, oh, I understand load management. I understand. But, bro, I'm so sick of LeBron James being a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm at a point where I'm ready for him to transition so that we can either, whether it be with D'Lo, if it's AD, even though I'm thinking he probably is going at this point because there's some reports out there that LeBron tried to get AD traded to get KD in a Los Angeles Lakers uniform that didn't come. He found out, so now he's salty. It makes sense why LeBron hasn't been seen on the court with AD. Now them boy not and cool no more. AD wasn't died. happy. Wasn't ah, do the math, See y'all. what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Professor Cliff. Now, at the end of the day, I get it, and I respect the fact that, you know what I mean, if I'm LeBron James, yes, I want AD over, KD over AD too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you got to understand that if things like that don't go, how are you now going to be able to sustain? If we don't see LeBron James play another game in the remainder of this season, we know now. All I care about is what happens to the Los Angeles Lakers as a franchise. If LeBron James was like, yo, man, I'm sitting out and I'm going to, I don't know, play for Portland next year. Bye, bro. Gone. We gonna holler. (laughs) Period. Right. Hey, you should, uh, you know, kind of discuss some of these trades. Pull up the... um Pull up your Facebook and see what the see what the people are talking about. But um, <laughs> speaking of the Lakers and stuff, they are uh, a new looking squad, if you will. Um, you know, you guys may know what the trade deadline was February the ninth. That's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lakers actually traded Westbrook uh, to the Jazz in a three team deal. Where the Lakers received D'Angelo, so D'Lo, Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. Um, the Timberwolves received some second-round picks, Mike Conley and Nikhil uh, Alexander-Walker. And the Jazz received Russell Westbrook, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, and a 2027 first-round pick. So that was the Lakers um, trade. But the big trade that was the big domino that made the splash and everything, uh, the Suns actually landed Kevin Durant in a four-team deal where the Phoenix Suns received Kevin Durant and T.J. Warren. The Nets received Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, Juan Pablo Volet, um, a bunch of first round picks. I think like five. Yeah, it's about five or six first round picks uh, from from the various teams from Phoenix and stuff. And then Milwaukee threw in two second round picks. And then the Bucks received Jay Crowder. The Pacers also received George Hill, Serge Ibaka and Jordan Nuara. Um some other notables, the Charlotte Hornets have Reggie Jackson. Mm. Uh, the Clippers received Mason Plumlee. And we also picked up a 2028 second round pick from the Clippers. Um, any others that stood out to you? I know the Knicks, we got Josh Hart. We got rid of Cam Reddish. Um, he, he went to the Trailblazers. There's a lot of movement going on before that. But the biggest, again, uh, thing to fall was of course, KD. I'm remiss, of course, if I'm not mentioning uh, Kyrie to right to the, the domino that started it all. Right, right, exactly. Um, and so, you know, what stood out for you? This is overwhelming right now for me to even try to. You know what I'm saying? So what, <laughs> it's a lot, and it honestly feels like training camp all over again. Because you know, in the off season, how there are so many trades, and even with the way that the league has been formatted and has been going the last couple of years, there's not been a whole lot of movement at the trade deadline. And so, for the Kyrie domino to have fallen and then from there we see everybody else kind of afterwards it feels like it's going to take at least a month before we even realize wait he's here now now we know we in the past we've talked about the fans and the fans who don't even know know i'm saying who's on which roster but there's been so much movement it's going to take a while to digest it but if i if i take a look at your question or to answer it most fully 
I think it's those who didn't make moves that stand out to me more. Of the 30 teams in the league, only 28 of them made moves. The most glaring that stood out to me was the Sacramento Kings. For them to not have made any moves shows that they're comfortable and confident with where they are. If we're looking at it, where are they sitting right now in the standings? I think they may be, as the last time I looked, they were like a fourth or fifth yeah, seed. That, yeah. and, and they're still winning. I know a couple of weeks ago, I say, how oh, they weren't beating anybody. They're a three seed right now behind Memphis. They're beating folks. And they are quietly playing really good basketball. Now, whether this is going to be something that's going to be able to sustain through the playoffs, because we know your LeBron's, <clears throat> they step Live. up and get into, listen, it's like that. You feel oh, me? <laughs> it's like that. I just got over. Go yeah, ahead, oh, you relax. Exactly. I got go three ahead, negative man. tests out there, baby. Now I'm talking about go three ahead. of the things. You know what I mean? My dogs ain't got COVID no more. You know what I'm saying? We out here. But nonetheless, it, it stands out to me that I think in the playoffs, it's going to be a little bit of a different story, but I have now, I don't have a choice but to pay attention to them. And yes, Amy, I am absolutely LeBron here. I can't stand him. I, oh, I'm a Kobe guy. I'm a Laker guy. And so as a result, I ain't never liked LeBron. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll be happy when, like, I respect him as, based on what you said, High Star, one of the long, because of longevity and the high level of play for as long as he's done it, 20 years. He, he, it is what it is. He's one of the greats. If I'm being realistic, he's probably a top three all time. He ain't number one because that's going to be forever Michael Jeffrey Jordan. But nonetheless, yeah, I do hate LeBron. Nonetheless. That wasn't even the question. I know, but I, you told me to look in the comments, so I looked in the comments. Oh, yeah, I, I, didn't, I, didn't I went to the comments. It was in the comments. You know what I mean? It's a live show. What you want me to do, bro? So uh, I'm going to flip it back to you. Of all of the trades and everything that happened at the deadline, what kind of stood out to you the most? Uh, the Dallas situation. I feel like, as weird as it sounds, both teams not won. the cough. As as weird as it sounds, though, both teams won because <laughs> guess Spencer Dinwiddie, who's comfortable uh, back there in that arena and in that city. Period. You bring up um uh your boy Cam Johnson, and I mean I'm sorry um uh Finney Smith mm -hmm. or whatever, mm -hmm. and then. You got Cam, a young Cam Thomas out there or whatnot, who's a fan favorite and stuff like that. So they got something to build from um, in, then in Dallas, of course. Now, <laughs> because of the situations, because of the preseason and all of the mess and mm -hmm. wild stuff going on, Brooklyn lost as far as equity, but I think they knew that already. Like, And it was like a, what they call it, a burn fire or a burn sale fire sale or whatever. Yeah, like that's pretty much what it was. And they knew that, but it's like, okay, before the deadline, like Let's people- get everything people, we can I get. We talked about this on the side, but people talked about Kyrie or like in a negative connotation when he said that, but it was really, you know- Looking uh, out for them. Exactly, because if I string y'all along and it gets past the trade deadline, I can just walk. Mm -hmm. like that uh, and they get nothing in return they've at least had the opportunity to get something from them yeah now two other points i want to say i've never seen so and i put out on uh social media uh one uh social media blogger dude's uh, perspective on it but i never seen so many five so many second round picks treated i'll give you um give me about five seconds you need five second five. picks go yeah. for it right and it's so crazy and then they just flip them and all of that but all of that being said, I think the biggest domino for me is going to be KD. And, and let's talk on the Suns for a second. We know that Chris Paul is aging. I had him in my all-time starting five, and then he's been sorry since then. <laughs> you jinxed him, right? I did. Apparently, he's got the Carolina Sports Talk curse on him now. 
But if we're looking at the Suns, where do you rank them? Um, can they stay healthy? Are they going to have the ability? Is KD addition enough? Cam Johnson was a glue guy on that squad. Mm -hmm. Where do you rank them with their yeah. likelihood to win the championship this year? Yeah, man. And um, shout out to Gerald and stuff like that. But uh, I, you know, I he's. They're just in the mix. I think mm. <laughs> the West is is crazy. Granted, you know, Kevin Durant is a difference maker. If you tell me um, this time last year, I'm going to have Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Mm -hmm. And I'll just be like, yo, but anybody at the at that fourth spot or whatever, like right. that fifth spot, um, you know, I'll, I'll give you a fighting chance every day. And yeah, Kevin Durant is going to transform uh lineup and, and the offense and stuff on the lineup but it's going to come down to can the Suns not beat themselves as well like just as organization and stuff like that like but yeah um can you repeat the question <laughs> <laughs> Where, <laughs> what chances do you give them to win the nba championship this year currently oh, this, year? this year this upcoming season currently sitting as the fourth 40%. seed percent 40%. That's high. 38 38 okay. 36%. It's it's going down. 30%. As you start 36%. thinking, it's 12% definitely nothing more than 36%. 12 or 111%. And the numbers don't matter. It's like in whose line is it anyway? You know right. what I'm saying? The points just don't matter. The numbers don't matter to you right now, bro. So I like what 32%. That's a quality show right there. So I'm going to say this. The Suns will not win the National Basketball Association Championship this year. Not going to happen, even with KD. I don't think that they Why are going to answer the question that you asked me. What percentage chance do I give them? Yeah, man. If the be fair, if the person who I think, if the team that I think is going to win, if I give them a thirty percent chance, I give the Suns probably a sixteen percent chance. Uh, it, and, and it's going to, and again, injuries are going to be a big part of it. We understand that there's a lot of basketball left to be played, and there's a lot of good teams: the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Kings. The previous we talked about the Suns, the Clippers. I don't like the Clippers. About the like mm. when he first, <laughs> when oh, man first went to the Warriors, and then stuff went bad there, and he went to Brooklyn, and then pivoted, and now he's in the Suns. I'm saying uh, with the Suns, rather. Not only is it get you know still tattooing up his legacy or whatever as it's getting tattooed up, but <laughs> like people see him as a what hip hopper. A journeyman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's, let, let's be a nomad. A no Ha-ha. <laughs> but I, I don't – I like his game. I like him as a player. I still think that he's a top five all – no, I all time. I still think he's a top five player in the league right now. Thank you. Top 15 all time. Listen, bro, I hate all time stuff. So Listen, listen but it's, it's literally for all the purpose right, so. of debate. You don't like to argue, so <laughs> it's funny to me. Now, I'll tell you one thing that is unequivocally unequivocally true. Haha, I got it out. The East is now the least. They're the majority of the top tier. Now, of course, we know Philly's still Philly. Boston is still Boston. But Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Is Chris gonna play? Is Chris gonna be able to be healthy? Is is because that's that's literally going to make or break them as a team. If Chris Middleton can stay healthy, because they are not a team that's built to the degree and to the level to be able to sustain any injuries, period, let alone to their main and primary shooter. So I don't, I don't know that I consider them. Although again, they are the second seed right now and they're literally only a half game back of Boston. So the playoffs could very in, likely end up having to flow through um, Milwaukee. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you this, this scary team that folks are going to need to keep their eyes on the Cleveland Cavaliers. We talked about them a couple of weeks ago on that, on the show. 
and they're they're looking good. They've made some adjustments and some moves that I feel like are going to benefit them in the long run. Um, but them, to me, they're on the same level as Sacramento. They have my attention now. They're a team that I like and I'm going to be paying attention to, and I might even tune in and check out their game. So shout out to the Cleveland Cavaliers and to the Sacramento Kings. I was like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> exactly. team live show? See, a lot of this is the stuff that we would edit right, out that y'all right. would normally get to check. But again, live show. Again, Big Cliff, Carolina Sports Talk, sitting in with my dog, DJ Highstar. So go ahead, bro. No, I was going to say Patriot Patty. Sitting here, out here at Patriot Patty's studio. Shout out. You know what I mean? Even though the Patriots suck. Oh, <laughs> now we gotta go. So, I folks, that's gonna get in the yeah, show. Exactly. Yeah, it was good seeing. Let's unplug this. <laughs> now, but yeah. So as we move forward, we're gonna jump into our official big deal. No thing. So for those of you who are familiar with it, well, for who are not familiar with it, that's a big nah, deal. That ain't no segment thing. where we talk about headlines in sports and tell you whether it's a big deal or no thing. So second up, because we already did one, the Bears made trade or are, are looking to trade possibly Justin Fields prior to the NFL draft. Big deal or no thing? No thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. That's a big deal. I'm going the complete opposite way. Why you say? Because I knew that you were going to say big deal. <laughs> nah, but I knew I heard about this. Uh, I mean, since the, with the lottery or whatever like that and stuff, I, you know, it's going to, you got to, Sink or swim, you're gonna go one way or the other. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, somebody else is gonna land him, preferably, you know. Preferably, do you do you want him in Charlotte? I want anyone in Charlotte. You want somebody who's capable of throwing the ball and being dynamic. Deja vu from a whole year ago is exactly what we were saying, and I I believe that was deja vu from a year prior to that. Mm -hmm. That we were just saying, I just I'll take anybody at quarterback and like no for real. But yes, um, I would take Justin Fields in Charlotte. So, yes. If we take a look at the free agents for free agent quarterbacks in the upcoming season, Derek Carr, who was recently released, that we'll have definitely have to get into that a little bit more. Hopefully by the time we record next week, he will have had a team. I'm, I don't even want to say I hope it's not the Panthers. I would take Derek Carr as a quarterback, the Carolina Panthers at this point. Uh, I know it didn't work out for him in Las Vegas, but he is a substantially talented enough quarterback that with the proper coaching, and we'll talk about the Panthers coaching in just a moment, um, I think with the right coaching, he can become a, a quality starting quarterback. So I wouldn't hate Derek Carr there, although I would rather your boy. But Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater. I think Daniel Jones isn't going to, even though he's listed to be a free agent, he's going to get franchise tagged. Geno Smith, likely also going to get franchise tags. C.J. Beathard, Kyle Allen, Lamar Jackson, also probably going to get franchise. So the list isn't going to, there's not going to be like a whole heaping lot of quality free agents out there. If Justin Fields is somehow made available, I think that he could be one of the marquee names in that. And I would love to see him in a Carolina Panthers uniform. I don't think that he's the best talent. We've talked about it. You even uh, shout out to shout out to our guy um, Eric. I'm my guy Eric, man, the Chicago Bears fan. Yeah. Eric and I, you you try to you know make it seem like I talk trash about his quarterback, but I, I'm oh, not on the spot. You got to kind of paint that picture real quick. We was all together kicking it, and yeah, I called him out, y'all, because I knew a Bears fan was right there. He's like, but so you're saying basically that you hate. That man's quarterback. I was like, bro, I didn't. I never said that. I ain't, I ain't a fan of his. Now, so you're saying that's not a fan of his. You think he sucks? 
I'm not that guy. I, I, I was not using that type of language. It feels like it, but nonetheless, I'm, uh, I, I admit it, I have publicly stated I don't I don't like Ohio State. I I I, I caution against even dealing with and liking players from Ohio State. That being said, he is dynamic enough. Again, he has the physical tools. He can throw. Look who he was. Who was he even throwing to in Chicago last year? So all of those who say that he wasn't a passer, they said the same thing about Jalen Hurts and what he did. Balled out in the Super Bowl. Shout out to the bros one more time. But I would love to be able to see Justin Fields in Carolina. But even if he's not, the fact that it's going to shape what happens with everything else because not only does it affect where he goes in free agency and how how what other teams are going to be trying to do but chicago with that number one overall pick if they do deal him then can start the board and it's a pendulum drop then from from there with the effects of how the other quarterbacks are going to roll similar so to how what just happened in the nba the trade down. exactly where that one thing can pivot other trades people trying to get up because now they've taken a quarterback as it because as it stands now They've got the option if they decide that they want to stick with Justin Fields, they can draft whomever they want as uh, 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 just an added look. If you look at what Hayden uh, Aiden did with the Detroit Lions, he helped boost that defense into being a top tier, not top tier, but not bottom level performing team. I think that could be the same thing for the Bears to boost them. Or if they decide to trade, they can get a lot of different compensation. So for me, it's a really big deal um, that he's going to be doing that. So next up. Next up, the Carolina Panthers are assembling the Avengers coaching staff. Big deal or no thing? Big deal. I guess That's you know you're going to get the context afterwards. But. I agree. It's a big deal. That's a big you want me to go first on this one? You got to get the context, brother. So for those of you who may have missed it, first of all, what rock have you been under? Second of all, shout out to the Panthers, baby. We, uh, after having not been necessarily wild by our head coach hire since then he has assembled a staff of professional coaches we've got coaches like Deuce Staley who's been added to the squad we are looking at uh, some defensive back coaches Jim Caldwell is a senior advisor we've got um, another ex- I'm trying to find that list that I just have but nonetheless we've got a lot of coaches on the squad now who are professional coaches who all have experience with multiple teams several of which have already won Super Bowls, both as players and as coaches. And that is literally the pan of, it screams everything that I was on this, on, on this very program, hollering about, we need the experience. And although Frank Wright himself, Wright has not won a championship, he's like, yo, where I'm weak, let my people be strong. Let me go ahead and, and, and bring some folks in. And so as a result, they're, the, the coaching staff is turning heads, and it, I think it's going to be nothing but incredibly beneficial for the Carolina culture and for the, the franchise moving forward. Yeah, uh, again, big deal. Um, there's like, you know, I, uh, the saying is there's two type of people in the world, and then you follow it up with, you know, the t- two type of people that you're talking about. <laughs> but a lot of times there's more than two type of people in the world. But anyways, in this case, there's two type of people in the world. There's guys that get a situation like Frank Reich and say like, um, I'm going to be able to do this on my own and I want my my brand to go out there mm, that do it my was, way that this was the Frank Reich era that it was all about me um, and I'm going to everything's going to you know stop with me and I'm going to make all of the choices that I need to and then you have people that build staffs around them with you know uh, just people that are either even as skilled or proficient as you or more proficient 
then you in certain areas. So exactly. That's the uh, exciting thing about that right now with being a Carolina fan. I mean, I think you've kind of uh, exuded that and, and, and showed that. Uh, I guess you're back. You're back on schedule with us. Uh, but, you know, nevertheless, it was in school. You was kind of sidelining and riding the side of the train car for a little bit. But I guess you're back in. Who, me? For the time being. Come in. You're talking about me or just yeah, fans no, in general? No, you. you no, 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 no. you. <laughs> nah, so check. You. No, I'm not back. No in. what? I'm I'm looking. I'm peeking. Oh, you so you still on the side of the car? Like and the- I, I said it about three weeks ago on the show. Who they draft and what this staff does with regards to the moves in the offseason will determine if I remain a fan of the Carolina Panthers. It's like it's like you're you're in the city, New York, mm-hmm. and you're skating on the back of the public bus right now. That's what you're doing. <laughs> That any given time you're just gonna be like, eh, man, forget you. I am, I am one move away from not being a fan of the Carolina Panthers. That is how severe and how serious I am with right. this. Because after, and I'm not gonna get again. Right. I spent too many weeks right. giving my diatribe and yeah. getting into it. But at the end of the day, I'm sick of mediocrity. I'm at a point with this franchise where I have given them all of my love, my peace, and like I've I paid my money. I've gone to these games. I've stuck by them. I've been loyal. You've led the roaring riot. Listen, I've been an officer for different chapters. Like I'm, 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 I'm sick of it. I don't, I don't like to lose, bro. I hate losing, and as a result, I'm, I'm, my heart can't take it no more, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I can only get, I can only give, but so much more. And so we'll see. Uh, I am very close to the um, the Not comments. Fair. To the comments, yeah, exactly. No, you gotta, you gotta catch up for a second. They coming for you now. Nah. Listen, ahead. hey, <laughs> you better pack a lunch. You know what I'm talking about. But no, <laughs> nonetheless, I am very much close to to letting go of this franchise, and I never thought it. Like possible, but I am very much like I'm, and I'm not talking about. Oh, I'm just not gonna watch them this year. I'm, if if and or when I let go of the Carolina Panthers, I'm talking about I'm gonna be one of those guys who gonna put all the stuff in a in a barrel and I'm burning it. No, you feel no, me? No, like no. so now nah, I'm I'm really there. Ah oh, man, yeah. Go ahead. Now nah, let's go to the comments okay. real quick before okay. we move forward. What, what yeah, we got going you, on? You can get some from like as far as comments from wherever you're drawing them from, but I'm here straight from my Facebook live feed. Uh, you know, and shout out to everybody that was watching and stuff. Um, a Liz, she said, uh, the Panthers gonna get that root up off of them next season. Um, you know, <laughs> shout out to Gerald. He said, Y'all Panthers got an all pro coaching staff, and my man Tribble in there comes in with the um, the Tribble commentary. And he said, Reich is uh, pretty much worse than Staley. Um, and uh, shout out to TJ as well, Corleone, for tuning in. He said, Y'all might know something, I don't know though. <laughs> and you got saying. <laughs> Triple said Dallas fans loyal. Uh, a list said Cliff is fed up. And uh, shout out to Mark Bright who said shame. I don't know what that was alluding to. It's probably something. Probably not, that, okay, so, you know exactly. so Mark yeah. is that's my uncle. Shout right. out to my uncle who is a diehard. Like how I go with the Panthers, he's a Cowboys fan. Ah, uh, so that was perfect. <laughs> what Triple said, Cowboys fans, if you even qualify. But nonetheless. I, <clears throat> It is what it is. Yes, Liz, I am fed up. Yes, I am at that point where it is what it is. I'm, I've been loyal to this squad for 27 years. Um, how much more? How much more guy got to take, man? How much more? You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm asking. How much more? That's out. That's it. That's all I got to say on that, man. <laughs> Shout out to everybody again, tuned in and everything like that. Uh, and uh, I know that this is new episode Wednesdays and all of that stuff. And, and you know, if you had any kind of feedback and stuff, Feel free to shoot us an email, uh, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. 
dot net. N-E-T, Carolina Sports Talk Troll. It's not dot com. It's not dot nothing else but dot net. Um, but also right here on Facebook, uh, as far as to our Facebook audience, you can always join our talk back, talk back group, Carolina Sports Talk Back. Um, but I had a question. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I want to introduce a, a new segment as we kind of wrapping up and everything like that, if that's all right with you. Let's get it. Uh, right now, I kind of, I'm, I'm working on a title. We're working through it. So mm-hmm. audience, if y'all want to help me out with a title of the segment, that's cool. It's pretty much going to be a discussion question. So I'm thinking. Embrace debate. DJ. Uh, yeah. But I always am thinking of branding, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking DJ High Stars. Um, I don't know, star discussion or something. I don't know, uh, spotlight discussion. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I got we'll, to, we'll, we'll work through that. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Super Bowl just finished up. Mm-hmm. We had, first of all, shout out Carlos Dunlap. You know what I'm saying? Check down. We out Dorchester. here. <clears throat> Fort Sorry. Dorchester's very own. Where you know is Fort I'm Dorchester? Saying? Well, technically. Yeah, y'all chosen. Off the fate. Off the fate. Shout out to Ashley Fosfate, Dorchester yeah, Road. You know what I'm saying? And, and Carlos Dunlap. Shout out to Robert Quinn as well. Shout out to all of our frat brothers that was playing in the game. You know? Um, it was a crazy joke. It was like, this is the first Super Bowl where, you know, two brothers was going to be playing. Right, right, talking right. about Jason Kelsey and, and Travis Kelsey. And he was like, uh, for the that same reason, uh, that's the reason my grandfather won't be watching is because two brothers, brothers will be playing. Internet. That was from <laughs> SNL. But, um, yeah, so... We did have two brothers uh, playing in the game, which which had me curious and stuff of who are, you know, some of your top professional siblings. And, you know, I want to send it around kind of football, but I guess if the conversation goes wherever it goes, we can we can do that. But um, offhand, though, I got to give the Sharps their flowers and stuff. Sterling and Shannon of the world. Man. Okay. So are we going to ping pong and just kind of name yeah, them or? Yeah, let's just have a little fun discussion. Okay, so I'm gonna give you and keep it, keep an eye on your dot on your on your comments or whatever. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna hit this guy. To me, the all-time greatest siblings in professional sports, Venus oh, and Serena football. Williams. All right, so you didn't even start with football. You're not even gonna give that no. St- okay, right. well, I mean, because there's so many of them. But, all right, because okay. when That's I started right. thinking You're about right. it, I was like, yo, there's a bunch of siblings. And, and and I know we'll have some further discussions, and we got a couple other topics with that through, through the next couple of weeks. But I went, my mind went to like basketball, football, baseball, and I was like, who's the best ones at the level that both of them performed? There's no, there's nobody greater. Because so again, Serena is the greatest right. tennis player in in history, and then you couple that with what Venus did in a separate career as well. She's probably top fifteen to top twenty herself. And then you couple all of that with what they were able to do on the doubles circuit as well. To me, they're the greatest I siblings. Agree, bro. I agree. It's like, I'm not even arguing. Chance? Could you give me a football one then? I mean, this. So one of the greatest football you, siblings of all time to me, if asked. I'm being honest, yeah. Peyton and Eli Manning. Go ahead. No. Hit that. no. <laughs> I'm going to give them the props. The, and, and, and even the fact with, again, the uh, again, man coming in too. You know what I mean? Not to mention Arch, I mean uh, Archie, their daddy. You know what I'm saying? With all the his tenure yeah, playing with yeah. the Saints and stuff, so it's just they're just a football family. So yeah, shout out to the Manics. Hey, Liz, talk about some and the Sharp brothers are fine. Hey, she know uh, <laughs> Shannon Sharp look like Barney or whatever. They had that. Yeah. Other, they had it on Instagram. They had it on Instagram. Not but the African American uh, Barney. <laughs> shout out to everybody commenting and stuff. Uh, but again, when we talk about football, um. 
I know Clay Matthews was one. I want to say Gronkowski did his brother. His brother made the league as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the Griffins. The Watts. Okay. <laughs> Six months, two years. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Griffins. Yes. Um, Shaq and Shaquan. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, who else? Um, Rondé. The, the barbers, barbers yep. Tiki and Ronde. That was yeah, that was something. Mm -hmm. They was twins. So shout out to McCordy. Yeah, exactly. Jason and yeah, Devin. No, okay. Daddy Studios. Oh, now, now, uh, I don't know if they were twins. I don't think they were twins. But the Khalil brothers, Matt and um, the one that played. Well, Matt didn't end up playing for us too. But uh, Ryan, mm. Matt and Ryan Khalil, both of them were offensive linemen, so yeah. they weren't. They their names weren't as right. like. But yeah, both Ryan of them Khalil was like that. Though. He yeah. was like that, like that. They like yeah. took the, the the Charlotte Observer took out a whole. Page ad when he retired, like so. But um, now Matt, not so much. He came from the Vikings in that um, big offseason deal. It's like, yeah, but you're not your brother, though. I want to uh, salute to our. He's a fine Barney. I want to salute to our frat brothers, the Stews. Did one of them play no. baseball? Did they play baseball at all or not? They just straight media. Yeah, straight media. Yeah, but still, yeah. Shout out to them. They're in the sports world. And uh, the brush. Anyways, exactly. Sci -sci. What do you want? Um, but yeah, so uh, but I did, I saw the Curry brothers mentioned, of course, mm -hmm. and um. In there. Now, now, if we're going to basketball, <laughs> one of my favorite ones was Paul and uh, Mark Gasol. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of I course, you know, because the Lakers, but, but right. the, even the style and, like, yeah. you could see that they, they, they was brothers' brothers. And, yeah. Like, their camaraderie when they were both playing for Memphis and everything, like, the, I, I enjoyed watching the them Morris boys play. brothers. Marquise, Marquise and Marquise. Yeah. Now, I thought, now, when you, Mark, if we talk about Marquise, Back to football, Marquise Pouncey and his twin brother, oh. both of them started Florida. They Shout was, out to Pittsburgh. I mean, exactly. Miami. Yeah, you was right. Yeah, so, they was at Florida during the during the when the more, no, no, that that's yeah. a show in itself. That Florida squad, that all the cast of okay. characters that they had. We got some coming in. The Diggs brothers. We got some coming in. Stephon and Trey. Yeah, the Watts got three brothers in uh, the NFL. Okay. Yeah. Um, Brandon. Oh, be easy. Said the Wilkins brothers. Uh, Marcus and Markeith. When we talking about uh, families and family names and stuff like mm -hmm. that as well, though, how about the roles? Antron, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. Okay, so so, do you think that it is exclusively genetics, or is it the for for like the siblings component of it, mm -hmm. or is it that the training and the upbuilding, and even those who may have had older siblings to have come through and established and paved the path That's and said, "This is question. what you need to do." Exactly. Where where do you lie with that? Um, so I think that it, again, is the siblings um, foster like a competitive spirit 24-7. So you constantly, whether it's just you getting the last piece of chicken, whether it's you running to get the last corner of Lucky Charms, you grew up trying to beat your brother or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? Or um, whatever it is, especially video games or if y'all just wrestling or whatever. So it, it's like then to take it a step further, whoever that older sibling is, if they're doing their thing or whatever like that, again, like you see with the kind of the Peyton and the Eli where they're just that older brother would be like, oh, y'all think I'm all right? Wait till like how exactly. the Cam, how Cam was with, what's his little brother's name? Jer Jer no, Jarell is his middle name. Um, oh, yeah. But I, but the brother didn't end up being that good. Oh, he not, beat not, you and LV. Not at all. But that's what I'm saying. It could go either way. Mike, yeah. Vic, and Marcus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mar Marcus was almost kind of like that. He just couldn't stay off the weed but, long enough. You but know what, I mean? what I'm saying is, though, that that competitive spirit between brothers, especially when, like, if you're world-class athletes or whatever like that, I'm I'm not going to be, you know, unathletic if, if I'm always chilling with my brother and he's, exactly. you know, playing football, running track, playing basketball or whatever like that. So, 
yeah, I think it's just from hanging out with, you know, I guess they make all of that osmosis. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. I see. And for me, I think it's a little bit of both. Genetics absolutely play a huge part of it. If you don't have the programming in your DNA to be coordinated, to have burst, to have athleticism, you can try really hard, but you're only going to get so far. So I think that that's just the baseline. But if you look at even like a Christian McCaffrey, his dad, Ed, who came through and was a dynamic tight end, but then said, I'm going to take the skills that I learned and the experiences that I have and make you better. Which is another conversation, but yeah, definitely. And, and so, so I'm saying, and so I think it, it definitely plays a part. I look at, there was a young man, at, uh, Juju, shout out to Chris Davis, our frat brother. He coached in Orangeburg. L- little white kid might have been about four foot one. And he was the baddest kid on any playing field that he stepped on because he had an oldest brother who played college baseball and then a brother underneath him who played college football. And so as a kid, they would train that little fella. And so he was at like, six and seven years old, mm-hmm. breaking ankles and juking, and he was already involved in every sport. He was bad on football, baseball, like basketball. He had a three-point shot as a six-year-old, bro, that was wet. You could tell that the form and the time was put in. And so I think having that experience of a sibling or somebody or even an older cousin, you talk about some of the roles, and, and, and we'll talk about some of those in another episode. But even with cousins, you have somebody who's there who gives you that experience and puts what they've learned into you to help you be that much better on the front end as well. Absolutely. You look absolutely. like you have another comment you wanted uh, to? Yeah, and I want you to see him too. But yeah, no, absolutely. We got um, <laughs> Cornelius Green says Santana and Sonoris Moss. Mm, shout out, my D. favorite. Again, me being Harvey a, a and Horace. Of, uh, Let's yes, go. exactly. And then Jaron and Jason Collins. I'm not going to laugh at, well, I am laughing at them. <laughs> But the Lopez brothers, that that's mm, what that the that Plumley brothers. Did we say Steph? Yeah, we, we did say Steph and Steph. Okay, the the uh, the people out there. That was one of the first um, brothers that the people out there put down. So yeah. Oh, William Perry and Michael okay, Dean Perry. Go, Shout out. See, Deke, you, you, I started to say you're showing your age, but younger, you're younger than us. Say, but <laughs> Casper and Jasper Bunkley. I don't, is mm-hmm. that okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, because I was saying the same thing. Yeah. No, they were football players. Both of them played at Carolina, too. Yeah, they played. Yeah, they played at Carolina. Uh, B-Easy says genetics definitely plays a part into it. Uh, And you say both. But, yeah, definitely. It's it's, it's definitely a good uh, conversation. Um, Give us your thoughts. You've got a bunch of them in the the comments, but we'd love to hear what you got to say. Send us an email, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Successful segment, you would say? No? Yeah, we got that off. You you did. We got to think about like a, a title for you, like you said, DJ High Stars Gold Star Question of the Week or something like that. You yeah, know what I mean? Know, first of all, relax with the trying to be nonchalant, and then I'm gonna just throw out this good good idea. <laughs> just relax. Yink! Straight in there like that. Hey man, we finna get about it here, dog. Forward to more discussion questions, questions and stuff. And oh, absolutely. And if there's any questions, that, again, you guys have anything you want to talk talk us want us to talk about. You want us to talk about the high school playoffs that are getting ready to start that are blazing red hot throughout the state. If you want us to talk about your local golf team, send us an email, hit us up on the, in the social media and we'll let you know from there. We'll get it. Hi, sorry. Anything you want to holler to people before we get ready to get out of here, man? Um, yeah, man. Shout out to all of the A-list. Shout out to all of everybody. <laughs> that was man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, hey. Appreciate not all of the support and the engagement and all of that stuff. This was fly. We're going to try to figure out a, a more streamlined way where we can kind of communicate back and all of that stuff. But it was this was a pretty good first line. I rock you, with it. You didn't mm-hmm. even fumble like that. Because I didn't have to do it on the intro. Hey, because it wasn't recorded. Exactly. 
It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's going to do it for us for another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. Thank you again for tuning in on our very first live. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Carolina Sports Talk. Also, to be a part of the show, you can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at CarolinaSportsTalk.net. Until next time, we out. Peace. <laughs>